something up. What? What's so funny? I have made a uh, a mistake and forgot to pre-air condition my room, and it's now going to be way warm by the time we're done with this. Hot, sweaty mess. Like every episode. Get ready. Might be stripping clothes off. We need to catch the YouTube on this one. Uh, how are you, man? Great. Great, great. Fell asleep early. Woke up way early. And I've been here since 7.20, which is earlier than normal. Not saying much to you since you're there. Now at 6 your time. But I feel great. Nice. How about you? I'm pretty good. Oh, let me take my microphone off the desk. Oh, it's clear. Yeah, we go. Is that better? Oh, it's like I'm inside your voice now. I'm good. Okay, good. Thanks. Yeah, it's cold. My little cubby hole, but it's good. There was a puddle of water on the floor when I got in this morning. We had a lot of rain last night. Lots of rain, and the water has gotten inside. But yeah, no, things are good. Pu- not the puppy. Well, it could be the puppy, but it's quite <laughs> a volume, so I suspect not. Ah, lost all my screens. Do you love that when you whack the mouse on accident on Mac and it just, all the screens go everywhere? When you, if you have like expose set up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at us. With, look at our lack of notes this morning. Lols. Yeah, oh shit, we haven't been recording this either. Whoops. There we go. <laughs> Whee! Let's clap right, on clap that note. Three, two, one. Oh, terrible. Cool. Oh. Cool. And how'd you go with your sump, sump pump? Slappy dream. What's new in Software Corner? We're jumping straight to software. Well, sure. Oh, shit. No, sorry. That was the wrong thing. Cool. You said coolant. Strike that from the record. Coolant. Coolant. Coolant so far. I mean, I feel like coolant should probably be like a long-term thought, typically, of like, how's it been working for you after that? It's been like a few days of running it since we changed it all out. But the clean-out itself was about as bad that is an amazing mug that has two handles on it oh that's good yeah you need two on that one i like that (laughs) it's about as bad as advertised it took us basically half a day ricky and i just scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing and and it wasn't even like as bad as like i mean we it hadn't been used a long time when we when we were buying it so we had to help clean it out that's kind of a which had to help clean it out because of the situation, yeah. but it was terrible in that circumstance. And it wasn't even that bad, but it's still it's just, I mean, we also didn't know what we were doing. So we we're kind of maybe overshooting, like, you know, literally scrub all the surfaces because we were trying to change from one, the old Chevron, but it all went pretty smooth. That sucker machine, the, the chip trapper that I still am working on the video for while it's not like, like a shop vac sucky, right? Like it doesn't have a lot of like pressure, I suppose. It does do a really good job of just volume pickup and separating chips. And we basically filled like a full drum plus some with all the the clean out and uh, made it a lot easier. So that was good. Good, awesome. How often do you reckon you'll need to do something like this? The word on what I hear is something around a year, I guess. Depends yeah. on how you treat it, how what you're putting into it. We typically really only run 6061 aluminum, so yeah, we should. We're we're a lot more knowledgeable than when we started last time with 
bring you into the shop where like what's coolant didn't have i think we had a refractometer but it was like the old kind you hold up to the light and then recently i bought a digital one that just tells you what it is so you don't have to guess where the line is of like mercury murky like blurry lines of hmm. it's it's a weird old and that old and that tells you thing. what like how much how much goop is in the water concentration of coolant yeah yeah cool which is also used in the food industry, the same type of thing. You like look at, I don't know what it is, different types of concentrations of things, but you can like oh, yeah. buy them to like, I'm going to put coolant on it or like sugary substances or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just weird. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It smells way cool. better. I'm excited Good. for the fact that it does not look like yellow milk anymore. <laughs> and it looks almost like iridescent blue. Because it's so bright now. Nice. So it just looks better in general, which is yeah. satisfying. Cleans off the parts easier. It's less residue. So yeah. we'll see after a few months if it's still the same way. But everybody has told me after I brought it up that it should be much better, which I'm excited for. Awesome. Do you have a little ultrasonic for part cleaning? I had a small one. And then we bought a, a bigger one when we were doing pedestals so it can fit the oh, yeah. big. 17 inch long bases in but yeah we have two now cool mm -hmm. i wish i could clean my yeah. timber timber parts in an ultrasonic try it just it's like when they harvest logs here and they float them down the river and like like yeah. they're sitting in water and i'm always like that seems so wrong like what are you doing to that poor wood <laughs> well they soak them properly in before they like before they rotary peel them to turn them into plywood they i think they soak them all in baths to soften the the yeah. veneer before it gets yeah, peeled. Right. Yeah. I actually tried to figure out how to like go do a tour of one of those places. There's so many of them in this area. Like something that like peels the log and turns turns into plywood. That'd be so cool. I thought they didn't make plywood in the US. They just don't make veneers. We put we put veneers on. Oh, it's yeah, just of course. it'd be it's, it's stupid expensive. We it's so like I've said before, like apple ply is that branded like mm. basically like a high end Baltic birch that's made just south of us. So they basically yeah. take all of the sandwich material and assemble it here, I guess, in that case, supposedly. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we had a rep come in the other day with a bunch of veneers because we've still been battling the thing of like the birch supply is running out, like mm. actually running out, and we can't get the black and white film face as readily anymore. We want to phase it out anyway. And we've been experimenting with like painting hoop, hoop ply, black and white, and staining it to try and replicate these coloured options for our product range. But it's been tricky. And we had a rep come in the other day with all these beautiful veneers that they can press onto hoop substrates. And some of them are like, mm mm, delicious, like smoked eucalyptus <laughs> and like a really nice black. There's not kind of a white equivalent, but there's some lovely like dark colours that we could just get rid of the opaque black and white color range potentially and just go for actual much more premium interesting veneer product what were those but, um, desks you did was that just old film face stuff meow, 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 meow. which desks student desks i don't remember what you called them but you did like a short run of them oh the, them yeah like the Craigslist school desk I, yeah. Craigslist. <laughs> I don't know why i said craigslist it's so weird <laughs> Did you put them yeah, on Craigslist? We sell all our stuff on Craigslist. We, yeah, they're film face. We've got, you know, we're still sitting on quite a lot of birch. 
stock. We want to get rid of as much of it as possible this month before we have to account for it in our end of financial year, like tax stock on hand. Oh, you're taxed for that. Yeah. If we still have it, it's recorded as an asset. So we want to sell it. But anyway, yeah, those little school desks or kitter desks, as, as they've now become, are all in that film face birch of some sort. But yeah, yeah, the veneers were lovely. Definitely want to do more with them. They're cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, whilst, the, whilst it would be nice to be able to paint our own colours, I just, mm-hmm. the, all the testing we've done is like, I don't know how feasible this is going to be at, actually, at any scale. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I think I told you before, but I keep getting pitched hoop pine material here. I haven't tried it yet, but I just don't have any customers that like are asking for it. And I yeah. haven't had a need to like push it, but it's, I was like, hoop pine. I know of that. Is I've heard of tiger, hoop pine. Tiger ply or something. Is that what it's called? I think that might be the branding. Yeah. I have one of our customers uses it and I saw it and it looks nice. I just had never heard of it in the States before. Yeah, I've been chatting to a guy called Eric at Goodwood in the Bay Area. Oh, yeah. And he's going to start doing some stuff with our clips potentially. Hmm. And he was looking into options, plywood options of what he could get his hands on. It's like, yeah, we you've got a weird plywood market over there, but yeah, it was funny that one of the best options that we came up with was an Australian hoop, hoop pine core. It's a requirement it's, when you use those. You have to use <laughs> Australian plywood. Yeah, strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Photoshop or or oh. the blown surprise? Which one? Photosh- no. <laughs> yeah, we had out. Can we, we talk about it yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had a big team meeting yesterday. Good, good. I felt like butter team. If you found out your news from here, Jim said, I might need to cut this out. And then I put a note in our edit and finished the edit for him, published it, and he was still asleep. And then I was like, oh, no. Oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to publish this. And it was later, like already out there. It's like, oh, God, you can't pull this back. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't think anyone from the LB team listened to it. Uh, in the four hours from published to when we had our team meeting. That's in true. Which we announced, practically nighttime there. In which we announced Sarah as our new general manager, which mm-hmm. feels like a big step. Yeah. So that's exciting. It remains to be seen how... Oh, what was that? Breaking news. Noise? Was that a breaking news sound? Okay. It remains, <laughs> remains to be seen like how, that, how much that changes my job, but in theory it should take the pressure off quite a bit in terms of my responsibilities and allow me to focus on the sort of creative direction of the company mm-hmm. and increase my creative output across the board. So yeah, feels good. Feels good. Sounds nice. I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had all the butters in the same room for the first time in a long time. Josh and Sarah came up from Melbourne, the whole team. Andy's back from long service leave. All 10 of us were around the table. It's cool. You could you could call your your meetings like that browning, You're browning the butters. <laughs> browning the butters. Especially <laughs> if it's a little warm in the room. That's bad. But then yeah, yesterday afternoon I scurried off to my little foxhole and made a very silly little video about Photoshop beta. Mm-hmm. Have you had a play with this generative fill nonsense? I did. I sent you. I think I sent you one 
of the things I'd tried. I've tried a couple of other tried a couple other experiments where I had a photo, a friend was visiting and took a photo of him with my wife and then I edited it very dramatically. It was not public anywhere anymore. Because it might have gone a little too far. Anymore. It <laughs> was public, was it? Up on my personal social. Uh, but I was told after the fact, after I thought it was a good joke, that it was not a good joke. Even though it was like, <laughs> it was just like a little, like, I changed their clothes. I changed, I put in like some things in the background. Not one person commented that they thought it was fake. Yeah. Which was funny to me. And I've done this twice now in two different circumstances. I changed some signs <laughs> and then sent it to my friends because I made them look like something else. It's like, man, these signs are crazy. And they didn't catch it either. <laughs> so it's like, it's pretty effective. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like it's got nothing on what Mid Journey can do in terms of sort of quality of, like quality of pixels. I feel like it's pretty yeah. primitive. But sure. yeah, like as a beta, very impressive functionality. And the one and you know, once combined with, you know, it, it's gonna be so good to see these tools kind of sort of combining their abilities in terms of that that in painting function of Photoshop beta mm-hmm. of just being able to pick a tiny little thing and update it versus mid journey having to like reprompt and reshoot right. the whole thing every time. Yeah, it's cool. Good good fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I I didn't listen to it yet, but I watched yours, and it was funny, even silent. Well, I will catch back up on that soon. Here, I put it the in the show notes. The end of the video got cut off, actually, because I think I made it five seconds too long. I keep forgetting that reels are like 90, 90 seconds max. You know what's weird about reels is you can make them longer. You just don't choose reels. You just post it, and then it says every oh, video is a reel. And it shows it anyway. And I'm like, why is there yeah. a limit then? I don't understand. I, I, yeah, yeah, I did that recently. Cool. Yeah. Likely you're not going to get very good watch duration, but you know, if it's that long, mm. who knows? Unless you're as mm. entertaining as Gem is, then it's, then everybody watches all the way through. I don't know. It's been pretty hit and miss, but uh, yeah, the Instagram drive continues trying to hit it daily, but it I've got, I've got, yeah, like it's increased our traffic a lot. Like, what did I report at the team meeting yesterday? I've been yeah. tinkering with boosted posts for about four weeks now. And I think I've been blue ticked for about that long, three or four weeks. And it's taken our average 30 day impressions from 15,000 to about 90,000. Okay. Do you know if. Well, you're also advertising, so it's also hard to tell which is yeah. which. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. But certainly getting in front of a lot more eyeballs. I would say most of that's advertising, pretty confidently. But you know, obviously, if the blue tick says what it does, what it says on the packet, then yeah, it's supposed to put you sort of forward a bit more as well. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But no, you know what's me, it, most? Oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. What's what? What? I was gonna. It's a little bit of a side note, but what I think is so interesting is this is basically like a reaction that other media, social media companies are now doing based on Elon Musk's terrible, misguided attempts at making Twitter profitable, <laughs> and now everybody else is like, "Hey, we can charge people oh, for this." I know. It's gross. As I go to pay for it. 
what was I going to say? Oh, it's let, it's the because I've been posting more frequently. It's led me to realize that I'm really bad at planning this sort of content. Like most of the time, it's very knee jerk of like, oh, I need to get something up today. Quick, what can I find on my phone? Dig, 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 yeah. dig. And right. I resent that lack of planning and I'd like to really like to improve so that, you know, we've done so much work in terms of sort of identifying our, the company's vision and like what our ideal customer is, what our ideal job is, like that needs to be feeding directly into my content mm-hmm. creation. But that takes, you know, it's a bit more planning and foresight and I actually need to sit down and sure. plan this stuff. But I've never... I was thinking about it last night, like I should try actually scripting a video, like writing a script first and going, Have you ever what done do it? I want to make? No. I mean, hmm. I've done it for short films. For sure. I'm capable of it, but I've never done it for <laughs> bloody social media content. So why can't I like plan it out and go like, right, I'm going to make a 15 second video that does this and this and this and then write a little script yep. for it. Yeah and make it as if I was making an animation where you record the audio first almost and then make mm. the shots for the audio or whatever. But i got to get better at that. But then, you know, you might, like, historically when I've put a lot of effort into a video, it often just, like... <laughs> right. We're in, we're in the, the time of put as little effort as possible into a video because it's either going to get 300 views or 3,000 or maybe you're lucky like 10x for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I've, I've scripted a few. I'm trying to think if any of them have ever done well because of that. I mean, the most scripted thing I've ever done was online courses and that uh, yeah. is incredibly hard in my opinion to speak without any type of script and it is similar right that there's like i did you know kind of almost like a slideshow at times of like talking over images and to just it sounds really weird to be any type of moderate subject expert to teach somebody on and then it have language like this where it's not perfected you know it's like oh you didn't even take the time to think this through you just have a bunch of oops and ums but other than that yeah i kind of am the same way like just depends on the video i mean like is it a product guide video or you know and all of your your character comes from like i could see you doing it both ways but it does i'm sure you're probably arguing with yourself about this too of whether it would kill your character of your videos by it being too scripted that's Mm. probably a a bs answer that you can do it still just as well you know there's a lot of funny movies out there that are scripted yeah, it's not like I'm going to use short of B-roll to cut into it, but it needs, if it's just more pointed in terms yeah. of what it's actually trying to achieve and delivering on the key things that it needs to deliver on to communicate whatever idea mm-hmm. it is that I'm trying to get across. Like, so, yeah. yeah, I've got some time today. Maybe I'll have a crack at that. I think I got some what news. I end up doing, yeah, yeah what, what I you end, end up doing, doing most often is just writing an outline. And then nice. if I need more to that, I like maybe make some more bullet points. But like, honestly, trying to script things for me is kind of a nightmare. I usually, mm. I you know, what are you going to read it? Like, I'm, if it's a voiceover, <laughs> that's a totally different thing. But you can also tell when that happens. So it's hard to go back mm. and forth. Anyway, I like outlines. 
That one's cool. All right. Like I've got, oh. I think I described to you that like sometimes I'll come up with an idea and I'll record it as a voice memo. Like as I'm riding home on the bike, I'll be like on my watch, mm-hmm. like right, 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 and like this terrible yeah. windy recording. Yeah. But maybe, maybe I should just use those. That could be my. Yeah. <laughs> that could be my audio. But then you need like a little animation of you riding your bike and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say we also have another breaking news because I just went on breaking Instagram news. to find your thing there, and um, if mm-hmm. you look at the little little link I sent you. Slacko. Uh-huh. Slackers go wacko for schmacko, good wood. Look familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sick, great. Yep. Great. Good. Clip crates are out, well, not clip crates, but you know, clip crates will be out in the world soon, in the wider so world. So what you call that then, the clip clip? clip the clip clip? clip? You should have called it the clip clip. Clip clip? Instead of clip crate. <laughs> What's it called? The LB spring clip. Ah, yes. Still haven't sorted out the international shipping conundrum. On our yeah. website, like we've got them available now for local shipping. You can buy clip crates and use them in your projects. But for US, UK, Europe customers, we still have to like custom do a custom order for people and get a quote on the freight and blah de blah de blah. It's just going to have to be like that for now. Yeah, you can't. So you're like, it's honestly, it's so amazing. I, we've talked about this in the past, but. When I first started doing online sales stuff, it was like impossible to find easy ways to ship stuff internationally. And now like between Shopify and ShipStation, it's just kind of automated. Like all the pricing is automated. Mm. When we first were starting to ship the CNC stuff, I didn't have it quite as set up. But I think something changed with Shopify right around that time. And it's just like auto-quoted and like, I don't know, it's shockingly easy. Yeah, maybe we need to look at ShipStation again. I know when we first dabbled in Shopify, we tried ShipStation for a bit and it couldn't connect. Didn't work in the way we wanted it to work, basically, with all our like random package package sizes for all the yeah. different products. But I'm sure yeah. things have improved since then, so maybe I need to look at it again. Jay was chatting about that the other day, actually, about something they want to improve. Because as part of the reshuffle, Sarah becoming GM, it means Jay is now our operations manager. And yeah, they were chatting about how can we like get it more streamlined? Because at the moment order comes in, we're still like manually entering the order details into the like the TNT booking website to book Mm. the consignment. So there's not that seamless connection between Shopify and our shipping partner. Oh, that would be a nice little thing to link up. Yeah, I don't know how well it works there, but I've used ShipStation for probably like a decade now. I probably oh, didn't really? need it back in the NAC days, but it there was it just really solves. And here, there's also like crazy discounts through it. So like instead of needing to build up your relationship with each provider of UPS, FedEx, it just gives you like the best discounts you can get for shipping. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah awesome. it's really, I mean, Shopify does too, I guess, but it, there's really no, like, it's better, but the management of things, you can't, you know, like, I can, t- we can templatize, like, people order a dust boot and a duck tower, and now that's, like, got its own package set, and it's, like, a template you can just drop in, and you don't have to, like, type a bunch, weigh, weigh the package, all the stuff, so it's, like, it definitely really, I think there's a minor amount of automation that can be done with it, some filtering. Yeah warning of like oh there's 
this thing is uh, kind of a hard, you know, you can make an alert for a product or add notes or. Mm, cool. So it's pretty nice. Not very expensive. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Mm. This is the unscripted part of the show. Dead air. <laughs> Lucky the script Ooh. can take care of dead air. Right. Kill the dead air. We've started making more pedestal parts, which is obvious that one would do Good. that. And it was nice to throw it in the mill that was freshly cleaned with kind of everything ready to go. And Ricky ended up, I started it. Ricky ran, I don't remember how many parts. We only ran a, a little while, but, you know, 15 or so risers. And it's just weird to now be on the other side of it where it's like, all right, well, how many do we want to have in stock? Instead of like always catching up for the last six months and kind of trying to think about how to, you know, reaching out to some of the people that contacted us about them and seeing what their thoughts are on them now. And yeah, yeah ordering material and stocking some of that stuff and working on just making them a part of our normal product line instead of it being this special, oh, someday it'll be available thing, which yeah, it's very yeah. obvious, but just weird to be doing it finally. So on your website, mm -hmm. I'm going to do a, a live PDX website oh. review. Oh, God. When I land, when I Google PDX CNC and I land on your website after being served a bunch of random ads that fall above your listing. Okay. Um, oh, no, one of them is for you. Great. One of your ads came up. Yeah. That's good. Anyway, I don't see any dust boots. I get your sort of tagline about what you specialize in. And then yeah. I know I'm looking for your CNC products. So I go to products and then I see your collets and pretty torque wrenches. I still don't see a dust boot or a thing. Oh, and then I get another picture of collets. Oh, there we are. And then I scroll down to our sort of most popular products. And then I get dust boots. Takes me okay. a hot minute to get there. Oh, featured reviews. That's nice. I like the re the review. Are you on the front page? Bar. Yeah, I'm on the front page of the shop. Yeah. And, I don't, yeah. and I don't see any of your products on the front page of your actual website unless I go right down to the bottom to featured blog posts. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Trying not to sell things here. I can see that. I'm doing well. Yeah. I had the dust boot on the front page of the shop forever and then when we brought out some new stuff i kind of like i felt like i used that to highlight the new stuff but yeah for sure at some point it probably needs to go back and then i guess there's always that confusion of when you go to portlandcnc.com it's mm. not our shop it's like how we also you know how does one guide basically three types of user which is they could be looking for training. They could be looking for sh products. They could be looking for something made for them as a service. How do I? What would you? What do you? Well, you do the same thing. So what? How do you who's do that? Your, who's your primary customer, though? Hard to answer. I mean, oh, currently it's still it's job shop work. Yeah. Okay. It's still job shop work, but I'm. It's closer to. It's trending towards products. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. No, this is just a fun exercise. Mm. Sorry to put you on the spot, but because I'm no, that's fine. It's hard to see it. Like I find it really hard to see it from the inside. Of like, I go to Wow front page and I can't like, oh yeah, it looks fine. Oh, it it's is. Yeah, whatever. But 
I'd love some external perspective of like oh, yeah. what is there or isn't there. And for me, sure. looking at yours from the outside, it's like I know you've got all these great products and I can't immediately find them. And whilst I might persist and go looking for them, I just feel like that's going to increase your bounce rate. Maybe. Sure. Um, yeah. Mm, interesting. Mm -hmm. now, it would probably be smart over time to get rid of the Squarespace, but... So the Squarespace project. Is, is that first <laughs> landing page, right? It's, it, yeah. So like the and then, and then shop is shop.portlandcnc.com. Yeah. Isn't that Shopify? Yes. Once you go yeah. to the shop. Yeah. Once That's products Shopify. shop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. It's kind of, mm. yeah. I'm sure when, I mean, there's some other stuff like the moving the blog would be a nightmare. All the articles yeah, and things sure, and sure, sure. lose and stuff. So it's just been kind of like easier at this point, but I get the point about, you know, always kind of selling your main product, I suppose makes sense. I just just having it closer to the, to the top. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, like from a, a user perspective, there's no sense that I'm going from Squarespace to Shopify, but I just want to see your products sooner, basically, when I land on portlandcnc.com. But, yeah, interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. Takes notes. Takes notes. <laughs> All right, your turn now. <laughs> yeah, go. Go on. <laughs> it's going to be like the best audio of like... Let's go through these visual Let's items and then critique them. <laughs> now your turn. Well, that's good. It's good. You know, it is incredibly hard. And we have some discussions about those things, but it's not Ricky's forte. And I'm no web designer. It just happens mm. to be something that needs to get done. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of a, it just sits there until I think about it again. Yep. Totally. Yeah, it's really, I find it's really easy just to like, once it's at a certain point is to just leave it and like, you know, as you say, like maybe refresh the top banner with a new product, but then it's like, yeah, should th should that be the top banner? Like you got to ask ask those questions too. Like, yes, right. it's a re refresh for you because you're the person who looks at it most. But like, should a new customer yeah. coming in to see it for the first time is that the right thing for them to see? So yeah, for sure, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh huh. Good good call. I don't know. I don't know. You doing any product dip? Yeah, a little bit. Kind of just finishing up the like last thoughts of that Laguna dust boot, which we've found that there are, of course, enough variations that it will take. It kind of fits one model and depending on the age. And so we're back into that game of like, oh, well, mm -hmm. it could be one of <laughs> 16 variations that it fits, which is a fun problem. But that. I mean, this is super minor, but sold a decent amount of those tool tag towers for Cat 40 machines. And yesterday I played around the last few days, but this thought to like change these tool tags because normally I don't even have one in here. Normally yeah, really, flat pieces that we that we resell. I really like that and, mod with the front lip. And so I just tur turned it down real creative wise and uh, printed them and they're super durable. The reason that we didn't ever printed before is because typically we write on them and you can't yeah. really write on the you can but then it doesn't come off again mm. really very cleanly so the idea would be and it took some like rethinking for us even how we would use them is i think maybe the one of the downsides of the tool tag tower thing where i've been making and selling is you you can't visually see the tools unless 
you look down on them in some way and like yeah one of the things it does is it rotates you can see them which some of the others don't have that kind of feature so taking that one step further is putting a label that you can see the end and then if you need to see more on the top of the tag then you can see the rest of it so small changes but like yeah to be honest that solved a real friction point for me for that product it was like i'd I'd never kind of put my finger on why why like i didn't look at it and go like oh you can't read it from the front but like as soon as i saw you do that turned out tag i was like ah that's why that product's never quite clicked for me because it's like haven't shown it very well turn it out to see see what's in there so yeah no it was great great upgrade i like it some of that's some of that's just like using the existing tool tags that yeah are already sold in common and so i don't know and Honestly, when we started making that, we had the Prusa, mm. and it was pretty good. But it's, you know, as we've ranted forever, the bamboo has just really taken things up another level to the point where, like, you can still tell it's printed, but it's pretty dang good. Not not injection molded quality, but like, yeah, mm. it's no longer like, oh, that's very obviously a hobby <laughs> thing or something. Yeah, yeah. And are they e-printing so, those tags in PETG? Yeah. The yeah. PLA just doesn't have the durability or the elasticity. Yeah. It'll snap. We've tried them. So anyway, that's a minor thing, but yeah. How about cool. you? Anything you working on? Yeah, just kind of a list of like accessories for Kitter, really. Mm-hmm. Had a really good insight from Aaron the other day, like saying that he's quoting lots of wardrobes at the moment. And we've never had a, like, like we've got that little Burt freestanding clothes rack product, which is like a mini wardrobe, but we've never had a good sort of ongoing product that could be used for a, in the sort of the function of a closed wardrobe. So that's kind of on my radar of something I want to look into. But at the moment, it's just, yeah, it's a bunch of like little things relating to kitter parts. It's like updating how the bookend yeah. works and it's like, adding doors, improving the drawers, getting the drawers online, there, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah little you, little thing. Do you like doing that? Kind of like add on to the bigger product? Yeah, yeah, I like it, but it's just, yeah, it's all very slow moving for me, which frustrates <laughs> me. I need to, it's been, a, it's been a while now since I got in here on a sort of, on an off day and had a full day on the tools to do that sort of R&D work, so I need to schedule that in and get some tool time. Now that my yep. light sauna pod sauna pods out of the way, did it get put in your house? Uh, it's still in the gallery. Oh it'll, yeah, yeah. It'll come home at some point, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like that kind of add-on. It was interesting. We put up the little knack wall behind our printer things, and Ricky just uh, cool. kind of harvested components from all over that we had been using. We actually had like this weird selection of. I've said this before. Like we use our bathroom as like a clean room. Because mm. it's the only enclosed space besides the office that doesn't get <laughs> dirty, really. Yeah. And so there was all these knack wall shelving things under like a cardboard thing on a rolling rack. It just has been sitting in there since we kind of shelved literally all of that stuff. <laughs> and he just yeah. pulled it all out and we had quite a lot. It looks a little weird. Like I th- it, there maybe are like different families of things that don't really seem to go together, but we may end up making more components for it 
because like we immediately filled every every space we had with printer things and there's more panel space the back background but i had this immediate click of like oh my god i've been trying to think of how to like make it'd be kind of like a similar thing to like your clip crate clips but it's a shelf bracket so that you can diy your own shelf uh, i've always had like these crappy versions that never really worked and i was like oh yeah we can just have one laser cut and bent and that would be mm. so simple but i want to be able to like make you know custom lengths and just kind of throw a board on top of two you know and i always thought that would be a good component but it's in the same idea of like i, I love kind of adding on to a product like that i mean if i had to do it every yeah. day i'd probably get annoyed by it but <laughs> it's also fun yeah cool does it make you want to spin up NAC again? Yes and no. I just posted those stories and I got quite a decent reaction from it, which is interesting. Mm. Maybe just because people had seen it in the past and it's not been shown at all in a while. But yeah, it's interesting. It's it was kind of we haven't we didn't need to make anything other than that one panel that the background thing and that was super easy to do. And so it's it was interesting to rethink of like oh yeah we need these tools and that. You know, where did the screws go? And it just takes you a while to, like, get back into that idea again. Yeah. I don't know. I do and I don't. It's, it's a mm-hmm. lot. Similar to, like, your kid of parts, right? It's like, although yours is probably simpler or more streamlined, there's just a lot of components needed for it to be successful. And that's really yeah. daunting to think about yeah, trying yeah. to make into a product again. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. No, I find I find that similar thing with our threadboard wall system. I find that still find that daunting because it's like, yeah, the substrate's easy, but it's like the whole family of mounting it to the wall and what accessories to offer and all of that is right. Yeah, holds me back for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. I said it's gone. I don't know. Oh, bye bye. I don't know. Yeah, it's a must. Uh, cool. Are you sweating no, in there now? It. It's, uh, it's only a degree warmer, surprisingly. Oh, good. I'm fine, but soon, soon I'll be sweating. You should turn the heater off. Oh, yeah. Ding. Ding, ding. All right. Where are you? Head out. Yeah. Right outside. Head out. Head out into the field. Mm-hmm. Make some things. I'm going to go plan a video. Look at me plan. I edit a video. Oh, yeah. Good. I need to do that too. Mm-hmm. Call me. Right. Yeah. Bye. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Uh, I owe you about three edits, I reckon. So it's funny. Like sometimes it just depends on the the part of the like. I can either be really stressed out about it. It's probably when I'm when it's your week and I'm not thinking about it that I'm not stressed about it or thinking. Mm. Or my schedule just all was fine, but I was like, oh, you know, I didn't get to it. And I was like, I bet I can just basically like play it out loud on 2x and just speed 2X. through this so you know if, if it's like awesome. oh yeah i usually do i just fly through it gold it's a good trick cool all right all right thank you thanks for doing that yeah and mm-hmm. have a good week chat to you soon yeah you too see ya bye, bye.